This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have a Monday because I know it's going to be Cray News with Kay on a Monday. Kay Smythe joining us. She's a news and commentary writer over at uh, The Daily Caller, also on Newsmax TV, and on our show for a year and a half plus now. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. Oh, I'm so happy to be here as always, Joe. Monday is actually my favorite day of the week because yes. of you. So I love thank that. you. You know, you're in North Carolina. I think that we've established that. I don't think that's telling anything out of out of the uh, we shouldn't be telling out of secrecy or something. Um, but I I saw this story which blows my mind because you say there's much more to it. See, I would assume when I see the headline North Carolina power stations being shot, it's a couple of drunk idiots with a shotgun. And they're out there, let's, let's use the transformer. You know what I mean? I, I figure that's the guy that's out there doing this. You say there's something sinister going on in North Carolina. Fill me in. Joe, do you remember about a month ago, I came on and I told you a story that Bangladesh, the whole national grid essentially had shut down. Yes. And it was out. It was a great discussion. And by the way, you informed us about so much there. I thought I knew what you were talking about. It was something completely different. And literally, their their power grid is is crumbling. It's just shutting down. You're saying something similar is happening here? I don't think our power grid is crumbling slash shutting down. I think that in many different ways, we are reaching a peak in our... In our sort of, how do I say this without sounding like a crazy climate change person? The planet only has so much that she can provide, right? Right. And we as a society do not manage the planet's resources particularly well. I also utterly subscribe to the, quote, conspiracy theory that we're going to have to go through a mass depopulation to sustain our species at all. I think that is absolutely what the sort of extremist, elite, clownish cartoon Bond villains like Klaus Schwab at the WEF, Bill Gates. I This is all my opinion. I do genuinely believe that there are some terrible actors at work. I think that the, co- I, you know, I, I want to kind of get all this out without, before everyone thinks that I'm fear-mongering. I'm oh, no, not. no, wait, that, I'm already getting the email. The people are already thinking, why are you having this lady on? She's a climate change <laughs> nutjob. Let me, let me stop you at a couple of things you mentioned. Um, Bill Gates is just a doofus who yeah. figured out how to code on a computer. That's mm-hmm. it. He doesn't know anything about vaccines, doesn't know anything about climate, doesn't know anything about anything, other than he's a multi-billionaire, so therefore he feels like he's somebody. But let's talk about Klaus Schwab for a second. This guy is out of central casting, isn't he? He To me, 
he appears to be an actor. It's like he's he's Doctor Evil or something. What is what is the story? Who who, who is? Do you know who this guy is? It's like they they did a cattle call. And they said, oh, he's the perfect villain. Honestly, that's what he is, Joe. He not only looks like the perfect villain, he sounds like the right. perfect villain. Oh, my name is Klaus Schwab, and I'm not going to take all of your money. I'm just going to change all of the money, so right. I own it now. Right. That's, that's him, right? And that's all these global elites. They sit in these unelected positions, essentially dictating to the world how the world should behave. Globalization doesn't really work. Um, I think if we've learned anything from that amazing show, Ancient Apocalypse, you've got to have Graham Hancock on here, Joe. You I haven't have seen to the have show. Him. I've not seen it. Oh, I'll send you all the information Please. afterwards. Everyone Please. at home is going to be tweeting right now about directly to you about how great Ancient Apocalypse okay. is. And, but, 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 you know, but, 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 but if you can, uh, I need you to tie this to a couple of idiots shooting out the power grid. Why are they shooting up the power station? And what does that have to do with Klaus Schwab and the globalization and the depopulization and all that? Okay. You're right. That's exactly what we need to get to. Joe, when things like the pandemic happened, yes. when we have domestic terrorist incidents here in the United States, yes. when we have, you know, FBI agents essentially working with militia groups that didn't really exist until the FBI got involved with them. And then all of a sudden they're trying to like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs that much, but like kidnap people, you know. Well, yeah, I, there, there are let, a lot of things that I have a lot of big questions oh, about. Oh, no, like, no, no, no. That's all happening. And, and you're, you're referring to yeah. Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of, of, of Michigan, where an FBI agent actually infiltrated some militia group that wasn't doing anything and talked them into attempting to kidnap somebody. They completely set the whole thing up. So, I'm fo- so far I'm following you. There are a lot of pieces that are, that are fitting together. What's the puzzle? The puzzle is how our government and the authoritarian rulership of basically the world will leverage opportunities to see how large groups of people react so that they can potentially do it again in the future and figure out how to manage us better. Essentially treating us like cattle, right? If you throw a sheepdog into a herd of cows and the cows don't move or do anything, you're probably going to need to get a better, scarier sheepdog, right? Yeah, right. So I'm sitting there, what was it, Saturday night, uh, Sunday morning, give or take. We we had a bit of a party this weekend, I'm going to be honest with you. But I'm sitting there this weekend, and all of a sudden, my friend's texting me from Moore County, which is not that far away from Fort Bragg, which was one of the largest military installations in the country, if not the world. Right. So I'm getting this text, hey, the power's gone out. And then it's, hey, the power's gone out, and it's because some individual or groups of individuals shot up a bunch of substations. I then go on the news, and I see CNN, I see Fox News, I see across the spectrum all the different major news outlets pick up this story. And the way I kind of wrote it for the Daily Caller was, look, here's some facts that 40,000 people are without power. This started happening Saturday night. The FBI is now involved because it does look like it was a targeted attack to shut down the two substations that, you know, take care of 40,000 homes. I sit there and go, that's so interesting because something similar happened in Bangladesh when they said that one of their largest power plants was tampered with, or there was a fault And then all of a sudden, the entire country was out any electricity, essentially sending them back to the dark ages. And I said on this show, just wait, this is going to start happening here. In November, 
we had the British national grid basically say, if you don't sort of cut down your consumption of energy, we're going to have to have mandatory blackouts. I personally, like we all know at this point, Bangladesh, the only reason the grid shut down is because their currency is worthless and they can't afford to bring in foreign oil. So they're dependent on this idea of globalization that is completely unsustainable. So when I saw that the grid had shut down, when I saw how this was impacting my friends, who thankfully had other people to go and stay with, a lot of people are not in that position. A lot of people have now had to turn to the state for, you know, even here, we're on well water. We have to have an electricity pump to get the water in here. If our power goes out, we have to pump that water manually, filter it manually, and then maybe, hopefully, it's going to be clean enough for us to drink. I don't really care if the energy goes out, because all that means is a day off of work for me, and I can just read a nice book, right? (laughs) As long as it's any other day than Monday, I don't really care, because that's my day with Joe. (laughs) And so when I see things like this happen, yes, absolutely, couple of bikers, a couple of, you know, a couple of kids could have gone and shot up the substations. It's not just like a box in the middle of the field. Right. There's plenty, plenty of security around these places. Like we have them all over the place here because we have a lot of fire stations. We have a lot of police stations for whatever reason in this area. It's actually kind of rural. um, So we do have wildfires every now and again. We, We even have flooding, things like that. But If someone went and blew up a couple or shot up a couple of substations, even closer to, say, Fort Bragg or to Raleigh, the long term implications like. It tells other people that it can be done and it tells the government how we're going to react. So it's sort of a twofold thing. One, the power goes out. Every data scientist who works for any government agency is going to be sitting there monitoring people's response to it. What are people asking for most? What are people worried about most? I don't have any faith that our government is ever going to act in the best interests of the people who vote them into power. Um, And so I'm sure that there's a lot of data being collected on, okay, say if the power goes out and I don't know, say people in Moore County decided to get riled up and angry about it and aggressive and say the power doesn't come on. They're saying it's going to come back on Thursday. Their power might be out until Christmas for all we know. I want to watch how the situation evolves because it is kind of one of those perfect case scenarios for government intervention and practice to do this on a macro level. On the other side, if this wasn't, I don't think this was actually something done by the government. I think this is just an opportunity for the government to gather some really valuable data for their goals, which, as we know, are not aligned with anything like Christian or faith driven or like right. ethically driven. But on the other side, this action also tells every single domestic terrorist, every single international terrorist, hey, you got a gun, you got four minutes. Come destabilize our country. It's not that hard. So, so, I mean, it is your opinion that it's plausible that this is on purpose. Let's see how the population reacts. And you're telling me that that this many days later, they still have no power and it might not be until Thursday? They have no power. They have no idea who how is there no it. immediate? Have- how is there no immediate backup system that clicks into place that gives you at least temporary power as they fix it? Well, that was actually my first question. I'm also like, there is a power plant probably 30 miles from where I'm sat right Right. now that probably generates enough energy to power half of this country. And they can't kick that back on? 
I don't I don't know what the system it's is. A, well, I don't know whether it's, it's a paperwork and ownership issue, but it's very suspect and I don't like it and well, I don't like the precedent it sets. As we find out more about the collusion between Twitter and campaigns and the big government and the DOJ and as we find out stories about the FBI infiltrating, as you said, these militia groups in Michigan to allegedly attempt to kidnap the governor, which seems to be a, a big government scheme just to try to say, oh, look at all the right-wing domestic terrorism. Um, that You add, start adding things together, and two and two always equals four. There's, there's a chance that there are localized emergencies that are happening just to see how we react. That's nuts. I hate to say it, but like I've gotten calls to do that type of research. Mm. Like that's technically what I'm trained and qualified to do. I don't do it because I think it's completely unethical. Yes. Um, and I think it's evil and the Democrats don't pay well enough. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but you know, this is, they kept people subdued in Bangladesh. They managed for a very long time to keep people subdued in China. I don't know how much longer that's going to last. Yeah, it's going to burst. They keep, they're keeping people subdued in Russia pretty well. North Korea, I'm sorry, but like when you've got people like Justin Trudeau standing up saying, you know, all these wonderful things about uh, Xi Jinping and the CCP and yep. how easier it would be, how much easier it would be to be a dictator. When you've got people like, let's not forget this iteration of the Democrat Party that we're looking at right now was founded by a Republican who could never get established or voted into power as a Republican because he just wasn't good enough, Bill Clinton. And now he's created, I honestly, Joe, you can track back to the Clinton administration and it's like we've been drip fed into giving up all of our freedoms. Every new president that comes along, every single, except for Trump, literally just except for Trump. He and was he, the and only he, and he that upset, came in and disrupted this system. He and upset gave the apple cart. Yeah, he upset the apple cart. And what happened was they've been attacking the guy now for seven straight years. And they're not going to stop. Uh, they're going to do all they can to stop him from getting power again. Because if he does, he actually gives the power back to us. It's Casemith. Go to Casemith.com. Check her out on the Daily Caller on Newsmax, also here in my program. Okay, I, I don't have a ton of time left, but this Texas story grabs my attention. So I've got like three minutes, maybe. Uh, fill me in. You're saying in a part of the corridor, not not that far, about three hours from me, um, on I-45 between Houston and Galveston, you got a serial killer problem? What? So it's a great new Netflix documentary out called Crime Scene, the Texas Killing Fields. It's a three-part docuseries. Now, Joe, you know... Very rarely will I come on here and talk about my I do a lot of a lot of entertainment reviews for the caller. I cover basically all of the best shows ever. Um, my favorite is actually Criminal Minds, but that's for right. another conversation. Okay. So back in Texas, the documentary covers a story that essentially starts in the in the 80s and runs through to almost the modern day. It covers one area in particular where what can only be assumed to be a serial killer decided to start. It's basically a field like someone's like, like the field I have right here, like someone's backyard. So dumping bodies in there. Um, and that went through until the nineties, a handful weren't even properly ID'd until the last few years. Joe, the, the reason I want everyone to go and watch this documentary, I want mothers to watch it. I want fathers to watch it. I want them to watch it with their children. Um, I think that the content of the show is absolutely fine to show kids, even as young as like 10 or 11, because um, the world is a scary place and they should know what a scary place it is. I think it's important for women to see that and realize that because 
of largely democratic, uh, you know, sort of liberal led policies. The world of America is a much scarier place for women these days. A lot of the crimes that were once felonies, a lot of crimes that would have otherwise put men away for the rest of their lives, such as, you know, rape, domestic violence, um, kidnapping, assault, abuse of children. A lot of those are now being knocked down to misdemeanors. So I think it's really important that people know that. The other thing that I want to touch upon is it's, and this is not an attack on men, but it's men who commit these crimes. Right. Like it just is. And this was the first. But but, but, but Kay, it used to be men that would track down the men that did it, and they, it used to. And now we're not doing that. I think you're absolutely right. Good. Well, there is one man in particular who's doing it. Who again, I would love to see you um, interview. His name is Tim Miller. I don't know him personally, but he runs um, a program. His his daughter was actually one of the young women who was. Um, assaulted and murdered and left yeah. in this one particular field. Um, but this stuff's happening all up and down the corridor and has been. And Kay, I've, I've got, I got to get going, but are you saying that they haven't caught anybody and there could still be one, if not more serial killers in that area? Well, they caught one guy, I think, and let him go. And uh, they haven't found anyone else. There was one guy who got done for one abduction because the girl got away. And then he, to avoid a death penalty, admitted to a handful of other murders and directed people where to find the bodies of a couple of the other murdered girls, there's still countless that have never been found. That's, that's great. It's called the Texas Killing Fields. Yeah. Okay, we're frankly out of time. We can't talk about your boy Morgan Wallen. Sorry. <laughs> Fine. You did that on purpose. It's okay. One of these times, we're going to get Morgan Wallen uh, talk on this program on a Monday. I promise. I didn't realize that the guy was on The Voice, and I watched The Voice, or I did, at least then, and uh, I don't remember him. So I'm going to have to look into him now more. I had no clue that that's who he was. But he is one of these days. I promise. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that. Okay. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate you. Go check out Kay, ksmyth.com, The Daily Caller. She does news and commentary, writing there a bunch of stories every day on Newsmax and also right here. Kay, thank you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Great to have you, Motown Monday, the Joe Pags Show. Be, be sure to stop by JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Find your favorite social media site. Go and follow on there. Also, click on store while you're there, and you can go and check out the Pags merch. You can get something for Christmas, for the holidays, whatever you want to do. Uh, also, while you're there, you can check out the podcast. There are links to the videos. It's all one stop, JoePags.com. Make that happen. Let's do some pop culture. Bop. Dirty pop. Yo. Oh, what's happening? So just 
three, I guess, within the past, what, 10, 15 minutes, it's been popping up everywhere on social media. Uh, that actress Kirstie Alley has died. Uh, she was actually had just recently found out that she had, had cancer and had been battling that. And unfortunately, she passed away. Really sucks. I mean, this came out yeah. of nowhere. Even her family in the in the posting said that it was uh, something that was uh, very very recent. Yeah. Uh, so sorry to see that. I appreciate you updating us on that poll. I appreciate you, Sam. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you very much. Uh, may she rest in peace. Uh, not not Carrie, obviously. Kirstie Alley. Very very sad news tonight. Gotta go. We're back tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.